Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include my interview with Milestone CEO Dustin Gray on turning leads and transactions into forever clients, and is the steadiness in rates we've seen in the last several weeks coming to an end? Does technology always trump personal skills? Sometimes, but not all the time. Good LOs use the technology that best suits them in combination with their personal attributes to help borrowers every day. Did you know that in space, no one can hear you scream? But in cyberspace, no one can shut you up. (laughs) Did you know that Bluetooth was named after Haral Bluetooth? The Bluetooth wireless specification design was named after the king of Denmark in 1997. Based on an analogy that the technology would you would unite devices the way Harald Bluetooth united the tribes of Denmark into a single kingdom. Hmm. And don't say this podcast never teaches you anything. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Milestones. Giving homeowners an all-inclusive homeownership experience, including home value and equity monitoring, home maintenance reminders and how-to articles, cloud-based document storage, one-click access to hire professionals for various projects around the home, and much more. Milestones has hit the ground running, giving over 250,000 agents and loan officers access to the platform since their July 2022 Series A and go-to-market announcement. The technology is fully white-labeled, and their unique revenue model allows MLOs to double down on their commitment to client retention and maturation, while substantially lowering their tech spend, and offering more value to both homeowners and realtor partners. Speaking of which, for today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show Dustin Gray, CEO of Milestones, to talk about turning leads and transactions into forever clients. He's an entrepreneurial technology executive with 25 years of hands-on experience starting and growing companies, leading business units, and building shareholder value in both early and later stage organizations. He has extensive experience with internet and SaaS business models, product design, and marketing strategy within real estate, energy, and higher education industries. Tell me about Milestones. What's the company do and how do you help mortgage professionals? So we build a homeownership app that's white-labeled for lenders and realtors. And they give that app to their clients and they're embedded in it, serving as an advisor for all things home. If you've been to the doctor, you might've gotten a patient portal after you left. And that patient portal had everything related to you and your, your medical care. You can kind of use that same analogy for milestones. We are the homeowner portal. And if you're the lender or you're the realtor, you're sort of the quote unquote physician inside. For consumers, milestones is about making homeownership easier. And that's a variety of things, right? It's from home finance to repairs to maintenance to improvements and ultimately taking the equity out of your home and getting the next home or getting the next loan when the timing's right. From the lender's point of view, we try to address a variety of issues, right? This is a big ticket, infrequent transaction. It's got very low repeat business for lenders. There's a huge gap in between when you transact once and then ultimately need to borrow again. And so on the surface of things, this is a really difficult business model to execute. So if we go back to this physician-patient portal analogy, we exist to help these two sides communicate on an ongoing basis and remain connected throughout the tenure of your home and your loan. 
And the reason is because eventually you're going to need the expertise of that lender again, because you're going to need to borrow, you're going to need to move, something's going to happen in your life that's going to drive you to transact again. And we want you to be right there. And so we exist to help you fill that years-long gap between originations and stay connected to clients. And finally, to partner more closely with realtors who also have those relationships with homeowners and drive more business for both in tandem. And maybe I should interject quickly and say, I just bought a house and and I don't think that I want to hear from my lender, at least until I'd be refinancing or doing something else. So how are you adding value between real estate purchase transactions for uh, borrowers? Well, you're probably not wanting to hear from your lender, but you're probably going to need money to do something around the home. So I'll give you an example. Um, We have 110 million homes in our database, and we have a way of looking at every single home as a unique entity and saying, Rob, if you were to go and do certain home improvements to your specific home, what value would that add to your home and why should you do it and how? And so you might not necessarily think of your lender, but if you got excited about doing one of those things, then it'd be pretty important for you to ultimately go and get money. So it's not necessarily that you want to know, you know, hey, I want to hear from my lender once a week or once a month. But there certainly are things that are happening around you that are important. And that's what we're tracking. We're tracking what your home is doing, what your neighbor's home is doing. Sounds kind of creepy, but it's not. Ultimately, the real estate market is moving and people are interested in the real estate market. And ultimately, it comes down to money. And you're going to have questions about that. And hopefully, you're going to go back to your lender. Good point. So why the name Milestones? Well, um, a couple of years ago, I was mowing the lawn and walked in and saw my seven-year-old son playing the game of life, um, which is a Hasbro game, with a friend of his. And you know, you spin the wheel and you move the little car around the winding path and you pass through these different life events and you're collecting money in little plastic pegs and you're going through retirement. And it occurred to me that these life events marriages, babies, divorces, job changes, health issues, et cetera, trigger about 85% of moves. And that's usually when people borrow money. So this is why we named the company Milestones. It's to help people get through those hairy times in their life, inclusive of buying a home and getting a loan. And so those milestones drive you to transact. And that ultimately was where we said, okay, this makes sense to us. So One important point I'll make, though, is that as much as I love our name, we're an invisible brand. We are a powered buy, right? So when we deploy our app with a lender, people see the lender's brand. They don't really see us. So while this is nice to explain what the company does to B2B clients, we are not a B2C entity. We don't offer a direct-to-consumer product. Instead, we go straight to the lenders and to the real estate community, into the title and escrow community, and we partner with them to deliver the experience. The borrower might not see you, but lenders aren't necessarily seeing borrowers in this current market. Volumes way down. People are on the the fence about buying because of high rates or high home values. And 2023 is obviously obviously off to a strange start as a result of that. How do you see milestones fitting into this market? Strange as it might sound, there's never been a better market for milestones because think about what we do. We are relevant to every single home and homeowner, whether they're transacting or not. So this is an important distinction. While we are a post-closing tool 
for people to say, congratulations, you're funded, you got your new home, off you go, or you refied, off you go. Really, we are something where it's applicable for a lender to gift a milestones home ownership portal to every home that they know whether they're transacting or not. And this is kind of goes to the point of meet people where they are. If people are going to live in their home longer than they planned because borrowing at twice the rate is not a particularly great proposition, and then you've got to think about what can you do to plant seeds now with people who are going to live in their home probably a couple more years than they might want. And if that's the case, what can you give them today so that when they're ready to transact, then you've really never left them? I'll give you a silly example because this is true for my actual life. A year ago, my wife and I got pregnant. Now, us getting pregnant, we didn't care what interest rates were doing, right? But we knew that we ultimately needed two more bedrooms. We needed one for a newborn son and one for an au pair that was going to come and live with us, which actually meant we either needed to go build more house onto our existing house or pick up and move. So regardless of where interest rates were, we needed money. And that's really where this app comes in, right? You're going to be able to find contractors. You're going to figure out what you're going to do. You're going to look at your options for do I stay or do I go? and run that math. And ultimately, you're going to go back to your lender. Help me understand the technology a little more. Is it going to replace a, a mortgage company's existing technology? <clears throat> is, it, is it bolt on at post-close? How does it, how does it function? Generally speaking, unless you're using a, a, home, a home equity app or something sort of traditional, like tell me what my house is worth, we would replace that. But we don't go to try to replace your CRM or your point of sale system, which are generally the two systems that we integrate with the most frequently. Instead, we augment those. Because if you think about it, most of the people that you know, your contacts, your leads, they live inside your CRM. And so ultimately, we connect to those CRMs because you want to give those homeowners a homeowner portal. If you think about a POS system, well, the POS system is going to tell you, okay, the loan is now funded cool, the transaction's done. Now, where do I send the customer next? Well, I send them to the homeownership portal. So if there's a theme here, we enter either when you close or in between transactions. And we do that by connecting to existing tech that a lender uses. We don't go and say, hey, you have to go rip out tech to replace us. We actually integrate with most of the major POS and CRMs. Well, it sounds like milestones could be a great value add for mortgage pros to give to the real estate partners. Is that something your technology facilitates? It is. So we have an interesting technology where both the lender and the real estate agent can be resident inside of this little homeowner portal. And that's super important because most people think about working in tandem with the real estate professional and the lender. It's not like either or. And so we're pretty excited about next month, we launch at huge scale into the real estate community. And there's 2,500 sales representatives that are going to take milestones to every realtor that still does business in the country and say, let's use this as a means to engage your customer. So at the same time, we're working on the lending side of the equation. We're working very hard on the real estate side of the equation because ultimately, a consumer doesn't really look at this as an either or. It's a transaction where they work with both. What that means, practically speaking, for a lender, especially at times when you know, refi business is going to be mostly gone for a while, is how do you get closer to those realtor partners? Because ultimately, they are your partner in the purchase sense. So let's go after 
those folks working together to ultimately generate more future business. I want to close with a kind of qualitative question here. And that's, what do you think mortgage professionals can do right now to set themselves up for success in both the near term and long term? So look, it's a difficult time to be an LO. And there's nothing you can do about the fact that interest rates are where they are. That's the bad news. The good news is that life goes on for every individual out there, right? So just because interest rates are high doesn't mean that your life changes and you don't need to move and you don't need to borrow money. So I think this really comes down to how do you build tighter connectivity to consumers and be relevant with where they are right now? And it means that fewer people are going to move, but that also means you have a better opportunity to position yourself for when they do which will certainly happen in the next, you know, it will thaw in the next 24 to 48 months. Sometime in that window of two to four years, things will thaw out maybe sooner, hopefully. But you've got to have those relationships in play already. So I came out of the world of the portals, right? We are selling leads to realtors and selling leads to lenders the moment they transacted. Well, think about that. There's 110 million homes and only four to six million of them trade every year. That's a really tough business to find people at the exact moment they're going to transact and say, okay, I'm right here, I'm ready for you. And so is 10 other loan officers and 10 other realtors. The more prudent thing we think is right now, when times are a little slow, let's go and help plant those seeds. And this is kind of where the analogy of the patient portal comes in, right? You might've gotten a patient portal from your doctor and It's the same concept for a homeowner. Let's go take the time when things are a little slower. Give the contacts that you know you've worked with before. Maybe they were cold leads that never went anywhere, but give them that homeowner portal right now and stake your claim for the future. And that's what this is all about. Well, it sounds like fantastic technology. And uh, I'm glad you took time from the portal world to to come and talk to me today. I very much enjoyed this and uh, hopefully we'll have you back on the podcast soon. Rob, thanks so much for having us. And we really appreciate the opportunity to tell our story to lenders. Ahead of today and tomorrow's Fed meeting, LOs were unhappy to see rates tick up slightly yesterday on renewed speculation that the Fed could be more aggressive in its battle with inflation than the markets had been expecting. With weakness evident and forward-looking indicators, the narrative continues to be whether the economy will experience a soft landing or deteriorate into recession. Market participants will be watching the Fed statement tomorrow for any signal that the committee sees enough slowdown in the economic landscape to begin considering an appropriate timeline to pause rate hikes. If you only looked at the gross domestic product headline, you might think that the economic expansion in the fourth quarter was moving right along. But the underlying data, combined with more timely monthly financial reports, suggests the economy lost momentum. Real GDP growth was 1% on a year-over-year basis, A buildup in business inventories contributed nearly 1.5 percentage points to top-line growth, while net exports added 0.6 percentage points. The consumer spending component of GDP was buoyed by spending on international travel, and was primarily at the beginning of the quarter, as November and December saw consumers pull back. Residential investment plummeted 26.7% during the quarter, following substantial drops in the prior two quarters. Today's month-end calendar is already underway with the Q4 Employment Cost Index. It came in up 1%, slightly lower than expected, but up 5.1% for the last four quarters. Later this morning brings Redbook Same Store Sales, 
House prices from both S&P and Case-Shiller and FHFA, Chicago PMI for January, January Consumer Confidence, and Dallas Fed Texas Services for January. You guessed it. <laughs> we began Tuesday with agency MBS prices better by an eighth, and the 10-year yielding 3.51 after closing yesterday at 3.55%. The two-year is yielding 4.21%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A former sergeant in the Marine Corps took a new job as a high school teacher. Just before the school year started, he injured his back, so he was required to wear a plaster cast around the upper part of his body. Fortunately, the cast fit under his shirt and wasn't noticeable. On the first day of class, he found himself assigned to the toughest students in the school, the smart punks. Having already heard the new teacher was a former Marine, they were leery of him and knew they would be testing his discipline in the classroom. Walking confidently into the rowdy classroom, the new teacher opened the window and sat down at the desk. When a strong breeze made his tie flap, he picked up a stapler and stapled the tie to his chest. (laughs) Dead silence. The rest of the year went smoothly. (laughs) Thanks again to Milestones, giving homeowners an all-inclusive homeownership experience, including home value and equity monitoring, home maintenance reminders and how-to articles, cloud-based document storage, one-click access to hire professionals for various projects around the home, and much more. Questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities? Send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.